0: Hello and welcome to the Great Lake Sports Network Michigan State Podcast. I am Tyler Hayward. Check us out on Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Go to the Facebook page, the Great Lake Sports Network uh, Facebook page. Um, You can check out all of our previous shows there, in addition to those other platforms that I mentioned. And look, I I honestly don't even know how to start the show today. Um, We are going to talk a little bit about the game, but we're going to spend most of our time talking about what happened after, since... uh, that is the bigger deal in uh, how, I don't know, just how this weekend went. So, look, um, coaching cost Michigan State the game. Uh, I thought defensively they reverted back to what Michigan State was doing last year, which was actually a good thing because it gave Michigan State an opportunity to win football games. You were holding opponents to three points. And... Well, I mean one of Michigan's field goals came from like fifty-four yards. It was a career long for the best kicker in the country. So that that is what it is. I thought defensively Michigan State was actually okay. The problem is is offensively they couldn't control the ball. Uh they only ran six plays in the third quarter. You had two fourth and ones and you ran it out of the shotgun. Everyone's like, oh well the running back was already five yards behind the line of scrimmage. It's not even that. It's the fact that they were going side to side to get the ball first, so they couldn't get the momentum going forward. Michigan knew exactly what Michigan State was going to do in those situations, and the one on the goal line really makes me mad because he should have thrown the ball. Keon Coleman was killing it. And he had a one on one on the bottom of the screen. Jaden Reed is, what, six foot, six one? Plays like he's 6'3 and wins a ton of jump balls. Wins those quote unquote 50 50s, but they ain't 50 50 if you remember his tweet after the Wisconsin game. So no issues with that there, or plenty of issues with that there. Um, the Jarrett Horse penalty that falls on coaching. We knew Horse was going to get at least one personal foul. Drive killer on the first drive. Michael Donovan couldn't. Freaking snap it if a quarterback were directly under center. Let alone uh, Bryce Beringer deep. And those are the things that cost Michigan State. Offensive play calling, per usual. You ran up the middle at Mozzie Smith. Terrible idea. Just dumb. You had to to get to the outside. At the very least, and you had to... uh, I mean, you could have thrown the ball. Because the receiver's couldn't be covered in the first half and look Michigan State ultimately should have went into halftime with a lead but they didn't and that's on coaching and when you go into the halftime with a lead you put JJ McCarthy in an unfamiliar situation one where there's a little bit of pressure the last time he had pressure he choked and that was last year's Michigan Michigan State game so that that's where I stand with it uh You had opportunities. Uh, You could have uh, forced Michigan to call the game entirely different. Both teams were very conservative, I thought, up until 234 left in the fourth quarter when Michigan State was up by 22. I don't have a problem with Jim Harbaugh's double reverse pass. I don't have a problem with him taking a deep shot. He's a douchebag. That's what he does. That's what he does. That's what he's always done. That's what the entire program has done. That's what Juwan Howard does. They try to run it up. It's. I mean, that is what it is. I don't have a problem with it. Mel Tucker will remember that for next year. Speaking of remembering stuff for next year, uh, the fight is something that's going to be remembered for a while. Um, this is, look, this is ugly. This is absolutely ugly. And I'm going to preface everything I'm about to say, because everything I'm about to say is going to confuse some people, because it did on my Facebook page. I do not condone what Michigan State players did. I approve of the suspensions of Kari Crump, Angelo Gross, Tank Brown, and Zion Young. I approve of those suspensions because what happened in that locker room should have never gotten to that point. Now, all of that said, in the announcement of their suspension, I do not approve of Mel Tucker's statement. Where, again, he said it should have never gotten to that point, and I agree with that part. But what was McBurrow or whatever his name was whatever his name is, what was he doing back in the tunnel there's video of him skipping like Dorothy looking for the wizard except he was looking for trouble as he went in in the middle of the Michigan State crowd, the Michigan State players as they were going into the tunnel losers leave the field first that's how it's been And for him to do that shows that he is, in fact, the instigator in all of this. Now, am I saying he deserves an equal punishment to the Michigan State players? No. That said, I've not seen video of who throws the first punch. Who throws it? Was it McBurrow? Was it Tank Brown? Was it Angelo Gross? I don't know. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to applaud Mel Tucker for handling this responsibly. Instead of acting like, an excuse the reference here, the little brother. Because Michigan has forever etched themselves in stone as a little brother in this relationship. Just because of how they handle situations like this. The little brother sat there, was poking fun at, was prodding the big brother until the big brother got sick of it and knocked him out. And what does the little brother do? Goes crying to mommy because mommy will protect him. Michigan players all ran over to the Michigan State sideline taunting and. Trash talking and running their mouths or whatever, and that's fine. And then you have a player go into the locker room with the Michigan State team taunting and skipping and rubbing it in. And like I said, I don't know how the first physical altercation happened. It sounded like someone got bumped and it turned and it all turned loose from there. Um, it sounded like a Michigan player bumped a state player and it all went down after that. Those are just rumors, though, because there's no video of what happened first, but little brother went crying to mommy in the media. All the videos are out there, and it's it's like in the football games where they always say the refs usually don't see what happens first. They always see what happens second. This happened second. Now, did a Michigan State player instigate it, or not instigate it because we know that was McBurrow, but... initiate the physical contact? That we don't know. But little brother went crying to mommy, went crying to the media because the media is going to protect him. And that's what they do. That's what they've done. Jim Harbaugh had plenty to say after the Ohio State game last year. Jim Harbaugh had plenty to say after the Penn State game this year. He had plenty to say after Michigan State this year. It's weird that he's all about that talk. It's weird that he has to do this three times in less than a calendar year on their home field. Michigan State doesn't have problems with anybody else. Michigan State got curb stomped by Ohio State, nothing. They won a close overtime game against Wisconsin, nothing. They've gotten embarrassed by Maryland, and nothing. This stuff does not happen with any other team from Michigan State. Michigan, this happens all the time. You find the common denominator. Michigan needs to fix this tunnel. James Franklin said it last week, and as much as I hate him, he's right. I I sat there and I said, look, this is bad. Michigan State players should be punished. But this happens regularly with Jim Harbaugh football teams. And Michigan fans sit there and act like, I'm saying Michigan State should be like clear of everything. And I'm not saying that. Michigan State deserves to be punished. You want to know who else does? Michigan. Because this happens all the time there. All the time. And then they go off to the media and have a freaking field day because the media is going to protect them because they need Michigan to be successful. I love how everybody's talking about, oh, they need to go to jail. Were they defending themselves? At some point, yeah, the tables turn. But were the Michigan State players defending themselves? We don't know that. We don't have video proof of that. Yeah, everyone's saying bull bands and suspend them all. And What about Jaden Reed? Jaden Reed was in a video. He was not doing anything. You can't sit there and throw blind punches and try to hold all 100 and however many guys are on this Michigan State football team accountable and not expect Jim Harbaugh. To be held accountable as well. Jim Harbaugh in the University of Michigan is absolute is an absolute embarrassment in college sports because this is a regular occurrence. This happened with Devin Bush. I don't have a problem with him scuffing up the field. Hey, he wasn't even supposed to be on the field to begin with. They asked for extra time. Michigan State said yes, and then he threatens an old lady. There's a lack of institutional control at that university in Ann Arbor that's absolutely nauseating. Michigan State comes out and every time there's an issue and you want to throw the Mark D'Antonio, Austin Robertson Josh King, Demetric Vance thing you want to throw that crap into it? Fine. Guess what? Mark D'Antonio suspended those players. You want to talk about the fight the other night? Fine. Mel Tucker suspended those players. All these radio shows talked about Or was asking fans, why do you hate the other school? This is why. There's a lack of institutional control. Hunter Dickinson can hang on a rim, kick Malik Hall in the groin, talk trash to Tom Izzo right afterwards, and nothing happens to him. Jeff Jackson can wrap the athletic director's car around a freaking telephone pole, and nothing happens to him. And I'm disgusted that Mel Tucker didn't come out and say, Jim Harbaugh needs to control his players on top of suspending it Mel Tucker is handling this like a PR professional but he needs to handle it like a football coach to young men and he needs to not defend the actions of those players but he needs to hold, try to hold everybody accountable in that situation and that includes Jim Harbaugh who's always the first one at the media table with something to say You know, Jeremy sent me a text. uh, And if you know Jeremy, uh, you know, he comes on the pod occasionally. Uh, You know, we were doing this for a long time together. Um, If you know Jeremy, he said, Jim Harbaugh's going to have a field day with this tomorrow during this press conference. it's like, of course he is. You want to know why? Because he does this all the time. No one's going to talk about the football game both coaches should call this off if we're being completely honest but I am sick and tired of the University of Michigan not being held accountable for their coaches not being held accountable for their teams it makes me sick to my stomach that Jim Harbaugh gets away with this every game No, okay, look, I know they didn't do it against Hawaii and UConn and whoever else during their eight-game home stint against a bunch of high school teams. But he did it against Ohio State last year. Did it during Penn State this year. One variable has stayed the same in all of this, and that's Jim Harbaugh's football team. And Ward-Manuel won't do anything about it, because he didn't do anything about an anti-Semitic tweet. Donovan Edwards still played the other night. This is, you know, Xavier Simpson never got suspended for drunk driving and lying to police. The University of Michigan will not do anything to ever hold themselves accountable for their actions. Big Ten had to suspend Juan Howard for slapping another coach. And it absolutely disgusts me. And in all of this, again, remember, I am not saying that the Michigan State players should not be held accountable. I am happy that they were suspended. But Mel Tucker did nothing for him. And I'm not saying he needs to fight and try to avoid suspensions and try to, you know, even necessarily keep him out of jail. Even though these stuff, this stuff that happens during sporting events all the time, no one ever goes to jail. So I'm not, again, I'm not saying that he's one of those guys who needs to defend his players' actions and everything else. Um, What he needs to do is he needs to call out U of M. He has to. There's no institutional control there. There's no control with the tunnel. You know, uh, there's two teams in the Big Ten that have one tunnel entrance. It's Michigan and Michigan State. When was the last time you heard about Michigan State having issues with their tunnel? It's roped off. They keep everything separate. It's crazy how just that little yellow rope stops this type of crap from happening on the the regular. And as far as the fans go, the fans that, you know, the fan that reached out and touched Tucker's head and everything else, uh, look, you don't touch other people like that. You know, you want a high five? Go get a high five. And if there's incidental contact, there's incidental contact. But if you're a michigan fan and you're trying to palm mel tucker's head you know i'm glad u of m said that they identified him escorted him out and he's not allowed to attend michigan events again good for them they'll do something about the fans but they won't do anything about the players and that makes me sick to my stomach Anybody who's anybody saw this coming. This is a Michigan football team with no discipline for any other. With They don't discipline anybody. They don't do anything about it, about these situations that occur. This is a ongoing problem with the University of Michigan, and it needs to be resolved in an appropriate and swift manner. Like I said, you know, Michigan has forever etched their names uh, as the little brother in this rivalry because of how they treated the situation on Saturday, and they ran to the media because the media is going to protect them because that's what they've always done. And. Like I said, it just makes me sick. Angelo Gross, Kari Krohn, Tank Brown. You know, uh, at first I thought Tank Brown just picked the guy up and shoved him out of the locker room. So I thought whatever, but it looked like he did some other things in there. So I think that's on him. Uh, So he does deserve all those guys, Zion Young. They deserve what's coming to him. That being said, Michigan had an opportunity to squash this, and instead they just sat there and said, our players were assaulted. They they started everything, but they were assaulted. And that's a joke. And you know what? I said that we should expect Uh, Jim Harbaugh to try to run up the score because that's what he does we should start expecting this because this is what Jim Harbaugh does but uh, yeah that's it for us on the Great Lakes Sports Network Michigan State Podcast hey go to the Facebook page tell me am I off base talk to me you know communicate with me let me know am I off base with what I said you know I'm I'm sick and tired of seeing these Michigan State fans Oh, I'm not going to be a fan anymore because Mel Tucker has no control Hey, Mel Tucker did what he was supposed to do He wasn't back there to break it up He was out on the field trying to break it up Because Michigan players started scuffling with Michigan State As soon as the game was over So he was out on the field, he was doing his job like I said, though, I am sick that he didn't not protect his players, but they he didn't call out the other team for their type of crap. But like I said, he's a PR he's a PR pro. He's not a football coach. So that's where I stand. If I'm off base, you know, go to the Great Lake Sports Network Facebook page. Let me know. Comment on the stuff. Share the content. Like, rate, review, subscribe, you know, help me get the stuff out there, I'll keep delivering this content to you guys. But look, this this is not the conversation I wanted to have. I want to talk about the Michigan State team that fought and showed heart for at least the first three quarters of the game. Congratulations to the defense for trying to hold up, uh, despite being on the field for as long as they weren't being put crappy situations because Michael Donovan You know, can't even snap his fingers, let alone a football. So, again, let me know if I'm off base. You know, I'd love to have this conversation with a few of you. But that does it first on the Great Lakes Sports Network, Michigan State Podcast. I'm Tyler Hayward.